Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Monday show. Well, how was everyone's weekend? Did you have some fun? As I asked my friends, did the weekend have inspired? Were you inspired this weekend to do very creative, amazing things? So, work. Yeah, so hopefully it did. Hopefully there was some interesting activities. If you want to share, that's cool. We're going to talk about words and emotions and thoughts and all of the above and how they affect your vibration. As I have mentioned before, I'm working on a book, and today's lesson in the book was really all about that idea of words, thoughts, and emotions, and how they affect us, and how they can trigger things in our vibrations, so we'll talk about that. So that's that's our focus today, is about words, and I have a couple other articles. Yeah, it's and, and one of the things I find interesting, because I've been reading the, a book by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And it's all kind of related to the subject, so kind of interconnected thoughts and patterns today about words and thoughts. And in, in, in some of the material I've been reading really relates to there's a heart-mind connection, a direct connection between the heart, the heart. You know, the heart is called or considered the seat of emotions. And so your emotional center, either whether you call it a physical heart or a symbolic heart, has a direct relationship to your thoughts, your words. And we'll talk a little bit more, and I'll read a little bit from what I'm writing in my book on this subject. We'll do a couple articles. I see I have a caller. Uh, Let's see if we can get into discussing a little bit about your thoughts and words. And maybe you have some really positive thoughts for me today. So let's let's try to stay on a real positive level today because that's what the show is about. Because we want to use thoughts and words that trigger positive, high vibrational emotions. You know, the article, one of the articles talks a little bit about this whole idea of how if we get triggered into low vibrational words, how it affects our health. But we won't talk too much about that. And I'll let my spirit guides talk to you. I'll take a call. Then I'm going to let my spirit guides talk to you a little bit about it. Then I'm going to read what I've been writing, which is channel material also. So it's kind of interrelated. Maybe they're, maybe I won't have to read it if they kind of go back over the same topic a little bit more in more detail. And then we'll get into an article or two, depending on the time. I do this show four days a week. It's uh, one o'clock mountain time, mountain daylight time, because I'm living outside of Denver, Colorado. So kind of a whole different area for me. I spent like almost 60 years in Southern California, or California, part of it, most of it in Southern California, some of it in Northern California. Big change. Yeah, the the energy is much different here than in California, the area that I came from. But so much for that stuff, right? But I, I'm enjoying the, what is it, John Denver song about the Rocky Mountain High. Yeah. And that's an emotional high, even more, even more so than a high based on drugs or alcohol. It's just, it's a whole different emotional center. So 
let me take a call, then let my spirit guides talk to you about this topic, and then we will get into an article or two. So I don't see if you're still there and if what's on your mind. Hello. Hi. Hi. Good afternoon. <laughs> oh, good I'm afternoon. Sorry. And who whom whom am I speaking to? Uh, my name is Erica. So what's going on, Erica? Hi. Um, I just had a question um, that I wanted to ask, kind of my guide. But um, in terms of what you, your topic today, um, I think that words are important, but also the the way you say it. So, like, the tone of voice, the attitude um, with what you're saying, um, I think makes a big difference as well. Well, that's that emotional word connection. The emotions tie in with the words, don't they? Uh-huh. Yes. You, you you can express a word with a very happy, uplifting emotion and it comes off as a high vibrational word, but you can also use the word and I will there's a lot of words that you could have mixed emotions attached to them. So, yeah, you can use a word and if it's if you say it in a very low vibrational, negative, angry way, it it that's how, that's the effect you're putting across to yourself and others, right? Is that what you're saying? You're not there. What happened? I lost you. Are you still there? No. Well, hang in there if you want to pop back in in a moment. I did lose you. How did I lose you? You had a question. Well, I think we lost the connection, so I'm going to hang up and put you on hold. And if you want to get back to me, just yell at me in the chat room. Say, I'm still here. Let's talk. I'll put you on hold. So if you want to come back, just let me know in the chat room if you're still wanting to talk. Um, let me then, well, I'll try one more time. Let's see what happens. Don't it? Hello, are you still there? No. Okay. Well, that's kind of an interesting set of drama here. Okay. Let me have my spirit guides talk to you about this topic and maybe they're in agreement or not in agreement. I'm sure they are. It was a very logical, well thought out idea about how you the energy you put behind a word the emotion you put behind a word can have an impact on both yourself and the receiver of the word especially your thoughts will have an effect on you right okay so i'm going to go away the sarah group's going to speak to you for a moment and somebody in the group i don't know who it is one of my spirit teachers my spirit are your spirit teachers they're everybody's spirit teachers they're not just mine they don't claim to just be for george Okay, so let me go away, let them talk to you for a minute about the topic, and then we'll get back into some articles, and somebody wants to talk to me, cool, great, wonderful, marvelous. We find it interesting that each language that the humans speak has a certain vibrational sound to the words. Some are softer, some are harder. Um, and some put a, like, like your caller said that how you say a word, the, the emotion you put behind a word will have an impact on the listener or listeners or yourself. But also, if you look at language throughout your planet, the way people speak certain words, the if you look at a word in one language and look at the word in a different language with the same basic definition, the the tonality, the vibration of the word 
puts a whole different meaning or energy behind the word. Now, we don't have an example because Georgia doesn't speak other languages very well. Well, if you use the Spanish words, and we're trying to pull this out of his brain, rapido, which means fast or move or andale, andale, it, it feels like a very rushed way of saying it, andale, andale, right? Hurry doesn't have that same impact. Oh, please hurry. Andale, andale versus please hurry. So you can see that different languages have a different effect on the consciousness and how the words are spoken and the energy behind a word. We just thought we'd share that with you. Think about that. When you're learning other languages or speaking other than language other than your native tongue, picking words that 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 migrate across different language different language patterns can have a different emotional effect on people and a subconscious effect and and if you learned at an early at a child early childhood different languages how you can use the versatility of words and the versatility of language to express a wider range of emotions than just one language would do even, even the tonality we find that you now if we look at your certain languages like your german language has a different tonality different emphasis and, and the words have then carry a different vibrational impact. And let's just use the example French. French has a different tonality, a different vibrational signature with the words that can mean exactly the same thing. So we we wanted to share that little thought with you. We think that's rather interesting. We're, we're, we have inspired George to write a little bit about this topic, and we'll get into more depth in his writing on this. But we like that concept that you so you've d- developed tonalities and language in different parts of the world based on the experience in that world, that part of the world, and the emotional makeup or the genetic emotional makeup of the people in that particular region have a huge impact on the words that they use and the developments of the words. And so you'll see that, and you'll notice that in your language patterns. We, we would encourage you to study the various languages on your planet and get into the vibrational impact of those words because they can have a huge impact on your people and how you use the word. Now, and even in your own language, you can notice that also. So choose words, whether it's in your native tongue or another language, choose words that put across the vibrational impact that you want to convey to other people. Don't always fall back on the default word in your language, the, the simplest word that you could use. Look for more complex words in speaking to people that will generate a different emotional response, but also have a higher vibrational impact. Well, let me give you one little example here. Let's use the word love. Now, if you hear the word love, it can mean a lot of different things to you. You go, well, love. Yeah, I'm in love. I love this you know, radio show. I love this. I love that. I love that meal I just had. Or you can say unconditional love. Now, that changes the vibration of the statement, doesn't it? I'm in a state of unconditional love with my partner. Now, that doesn't have that a different vibration that I love my partner. doesn't have a different energy to it, a different feeling to it. 
And Or you could say, I really appreciate your love. They have a great deal of appreciation for something. It doesn't have that emotional impact. I'm just saying I like something. I like this or I like that. But just think about the word appreciation. It has a deeper meaning. So we'd encourage you to look into your words. And when you choose words to speak to other people and to convey across certain messages, look for words that have a higher vibrational impact on people that can raise their vibrational level just on the vibration of the word itself. Because words, thoughts, because words generate emotions, words generate thoughts, but words have an emotional attachment to them, right? Doesn't appreciation have an emotional attachment to it? Doesn't joy have an emotional, when you hear the word joy, doesn't it respond to something within you? Happiness, happiness is more generic, but you could use the word joy. You could use the word thrilled or exalted, or you could use a lot of different words that put off a high vibrational emotional energy. So to say that I'm okay, okay, that's not defining your emotions at a level that you really want to define it for people. You could say something to the effect that I'm having a wonderful, amazing, inspired day. Now, doesn't the word inspired in itself change the emotional context of the sentence? I'm having this um, this incredibly inspired day. Doesn't that change the impact? Ah, it's okay. It's okay day. So be more precise in your words. Express the emotion that you're really feeling or want to convey convey to other people by choosing words that really put across the emotional energy, the vibrational energy of what you're trying to convey to other people. So that's our message. So look for words, whether in your language, learn words in other languages, use, learn to use them in certain instances, because you're trying to be very precise in how you express your emotional base. So that's our thought. Have a beautiful day. Bye. Okay, I'm back. Well, that was an interesting way of approaching it, wasn't it? Spirit kind of off in a whole different direction suddenly, right? Very cool. I like that. So looking for languages. So moving right along, where where are we at here? I'm trying to think, what am I at? What am I doing here? I get back out of the trance thing I was in for a few minutes. Oh, we got 15 minutes left. We got enough time for an article. Somebody's been holding. I, you're, you're still back there. Oh, it was only three minutes? That seemed longer than that. Oh, I don't know. They talked for a while. So let me try this call again. You're still there. You haven't hung up. Hello? Hello? Yes. Hello. Sorry. You, I, I don't know I lo- what happened. You hear me? I lost? Yes, I lost you. That's all right. Yay. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> That's all right. No problem. So what's going on? You had so, a question for Spirit. Yes. Um, I, I'm i trying to figure out, like, my money situation, um, finances. And um, I have employment, but it's, like, a variable job. So I'm only working a few hours a week. I'm getting frustrated because, you know, it's not enough. But it's kind of like you're on call type of thing or you're – they give you a schedule – three weeks in advance, but I'm trying to figure out if this is worthwhile or if I should just move on. Um, I really want to keep it, but 
I'm trying to be smart as well. Well, let me ask you a question. This is what I hear for you. You got to think about this. Is is it the position you like, what you do there at the position you like, or is it the the location and the people you're working with? Um, I like both. Um, What's more important? Uh, I think location there. and benefits. Okay. So you're kind mm-hmm. of like saying to yourself that I need to stay here for a while till I find something that 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 is suitable along that line, right? Mm-hmm. Or or the other thing I hear too, because it kind of comes through really strong, is maybe I need to change occupations, but also be in a similar environment that I'm in now, mm-hmm. right? Maybe it's the yeah. job I need to change because that's not as strong. I need to change what I do, but also try to create, find an environment that's that's conducive to what I want. Does that make sense? Yeah, you can do that, but you got to put it out to the universe. It's a law of attraction. So, focus on what you're doing and what you want to be doing, that you can you can work in a similar environment, right? Mm-hmm. And get more hours, yeah. get more work. Okay. Well, I was thinking you're not about. All exa- um, you're not, you, you're not you're not all excited about what you're doing, but you're excited about the environment that you're doing it in, which is kind of the opposite for most people. You know that. Mhm. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, it's an airline, and it's a big company, and okay. benefits are good. So, okay. but I'm also trying Maybe to figure out, like, do I get? Huh? Do you want to, do you want to change positions in the airline? Can you do that? No, it's too small of an airline. I'm not even a part-time agent. I'm like, you know, and it okay. just really sucks. You, know, you go to school if all for nothing, and then you feel like crap. Okay, I'm wait a minute. Barely making okay, okay, minimum now, wage. Okay, now we're getting into the really negative energy here, and I can understand why you're feeling that way. So you need to focus on what, what you want to be doing, right? What's your mm-hmm. passion in life? What is your passion? I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this, but what is your passion? Just what do you want to um, be doing? law. I like to, you know, fight for my right and other people's rights. Okay, so do you want I to like be a to lawyer? I like to communicate. Yes. Do you want to be in the legal system? Uh-huh. So do that. Focus on that. Put your focus on finishing that so you can change the environment you're in. Right? Mhm. Yeah. I mean, because if that's your passion, then you want to do things that'll lead you to that passion, right? Yeah. Okay. Maybe you want to take a job at a law office, a large law office, not necessarily doing, you know, being a lawyer, but you get into that environment. The I already did that, that's... and it just, it just wasn't like I just need the right. I want government law, not. A little small practice that you know. Okay. No, okay. That's well, not then, what I want. Then, 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 then you know where you want to be. So work towards being where you want to be. Right? Is it as simple mm-hmm. as that? Put your focus yeah. on that. <laughs> Visualize it. Have a vision board. Okay. You know, one of the one of yeah. the books I'm reading talks about making a mind movie, making a movie of your life that you want the not the past but the future, kind of 
you know, going beyond the vision board thing of actually creating a visualization, a movie about where you want to be in the future. Mm-hmm. Some people can do it, but you know, you can put pictures together on a slide or whatever on, on the internet, on your phone. Of, this is where I want to be. This I see myself. Little selfies in front of a law office. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Huh. Ah, I used to. I used to have a vision board, um, yeah. but I think I think I'm gonna need to refresh that and actually have yeah, it, it, it somewhere where I can see it. But you also want to put yourself into the pictures. It's part of you. Yes. Not just somebody else, not just a bland picture of something, but it's you need to be putting yourself into that environment, however you can do that. Got mm-hmm. it? Okay, I'm going to let you go, but think about that. Think about creating and, and living the vision of what you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can do it Thank there. Thank you. You can get there because yeah. that's your passion. Follow your pa- Always follow your passion. Yeah, I, I was... I was thinking about focusing on law school, and my brother is going to focus on graduate school. So if we merge okay. together, we can push each other, you know, forward. Good for you. No, I think Good for you. Do of, it. Just do yeah. it. Just do it. Okay? Yeah. Be well. Thank you. You're welcome. It's, it's tough sometimes getting what you want in life, isn't it? But that's what the the words, see, now you speak the words like, this sucks, my job sucks, I'm not feeling good about my job. All that just puts a negative context on your words, and I'm getting an article. So choose your words wisely that put out the vibration that you want. I say I have another caller, and you know what the topic we're on is the words you're using, how they thought relate to the thoughts and the emotions that you're creating about yourself. Now, for her to say, I love the law, I love being around the law, and I'm, I'm looking forward to being in, in, in some kind of legal environment, and then just have that vision of being in a legal environment, maybe go to a law office and visualize yourself in a law office or doing certain things or um, knowing what other people do, just continue to put yourself into that mental environment of doing that will inspire the universe to bring you that now you may not or may or may not believe that but just practice it try it i always say if nothing else works just try it it doesn't hurt to go out there and visualize yourself living your passion whatever that might be you know the mind the subconscious does not know the difference between your imagination and reality so in your imagination, in your creative visualizations, if you in your daydreaming, to use that expression, if you can visualize yourself doing certain things and, and, and continue to visualize it, that becomes your reality. That's the law of attraction. That's pure law of attraction stuff. So think about it. It doesn't hurt. It can't hurt to, to visualize something that feels good. You know, visualize something that you're passionate about. You know, whatever it is, picture shit. Spirit shows me the picture. Somebody loves to build boats, right? Visualize yourself. Read books on building boats. See these various kinds. Go to boat yards. Just if you immerse yourself in what you're passionate about, the universe will bring you more of that. Whatever that might be. I mean, that young lady, if she wants to be a lawyer, 
then maybe she just watches movies and, and <laughs> on, on law and the certain types of law that she would want to get involved in and, and identify and almost live those characters. And that's an interesting way of looking at it, is that you find something that observes something, watch something, a movie or a TV show, and you see a certain character that you would like to be like that. And, and, re, and your own, you're passionate about the same thing that character is playing out. Be that character. Visualize yourself doing that, you know, whatever it is. Okay, I've gone on and off on about that one. But that's just about the power of words and the power of your thoughts and what you speak and what you think have a direct effect on your emotions. I have a couple other articles on the same subject. Um, let me, I like this one. It's an article on, it's from, it's from AD, ATD, Association for Talent Development. And it's about the human brain, Margie Meacham. The human brain has evolved over six billion years, and you're cross-wired with most primitive str struggles that support survival. You know, the fight-or-flight syndrome, syndrome blah, blah, blah. people's words and language can cause you to either fight or flight in certain situations. You have this visceral automatic level that you respond to. So... Prime the, the brain with words is the next section. I thought this was really interesting. Maybe we'll do this a little bit and we'll move on and see if anybody wants to talk to me. But the University of Georgia is teaching lawyers how to use words to prepare clients for mediation. Think about that. Thinking, using words. Harvard is setting the effects of using positive words or images, such as those related to rewards, victory, or security at the start of a negotiation, rather than focusing the on the items in dispute. So it's it's setting. Okay, let me read this. Okay, the prim, this priming can trigger the production of oxytocin, the neural neurochemical that helps trigger feeling, feelings such as well-being, affinity, and security. Change management plans might be more effective if you are careful to prime our communication with positive images and emotions. Now, you can apply that to your own life, right? Your family, your children, your friends. If you, if you decide to use high vibrational language, and even in starting and discussing a dispute with somebody, can change the whole context of the situation and the relationship you have with that person. Managers might choose, or people might choose words very carefully in performance reviews. Or even, you know, talking to your spouse or talking to your children, same thing, right? You know, like reviewing their performance, right? Recognizing that certain words will trigger a fight or flight response and shut down the higher cognitive functions in the employee's brain or your spouse, or, well, core workers, and in some cases, even your children, right? And since you are hearing yourself using these words, be mindful of the effect of your words on your own brain. Okay, so you're throwing a bunch of negative words out, and how does that affect your own emotions? How do you get emotionally trapped in a situation when you're talking about a problem with somebody and want to resolve a problem with somebody? That's where this article is going. But I was thinking about what I've learned in relationship classes, and this idea, you have a problem with your partner, a situation, difficulty with your partner, and you want to resolve that situation 
and and the, and then your choices of words are very careful. Now you could use the words, "Hey, um, we need to talk. We need to discuss something. Something's going on that's really bothering me." Now, now think about how those words would affect your your partner, right? How that that might create the flight syndrome or the fight syndrome, and then they don't want to talk about it, or they're going to go to the other room and ignore you because the energy if you put out in trying to discuss a situation is shutting people down. Well, real quick, I only have about a minute left, but think about terms instead of that. Say, hey, you know what? I think there's a problem, and I really need your help with it. I really there's a situation. I think we both can work on together. We can we can come to a really positive solution. And so let's let's talk about it. Let's let's discuss it. I have a problem. I need your help. I need your input. I need your guidance, your wisdom in doing in your love in doing this. So you can see the context, the way that it's approached and the energy you put behind words can have a big impact in trying to resolve situations with people, you know, loved ones, children, family members. So think be very cognizant of the words you choose, even if you're getting in a dispute with a family member or you discuss it, or you have a problem with somebody, be very careful about how you use your words and what's the emotional impact that those words, will they cause them to run to the hills or shut down completely, or will it open them up to a discussion, open them up to to deal with the situation in a very positive, loving way? Okay? So start conversations with positive words, uplifting words. Well, I'm running out of time. It's telling me I only have 10 seconds. So I love you guys. I'll be back tomorrow. I have no idea what we're going to talk about. Be well. Have some fun. Okay. Have some fun.